The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, welcome to the Let It Fly Show, Let It Fly Show podcast inside the Let It Fly Sports Bar. Next to me, this guy is Josh Jones, <laughs> Central High School and Creighton Blue Jay. I am Michael Severe. Welcome to the elevated experience of a sports bar in the Capital District. It's been everything that we always advertise it as. I know, so I know. it's a win. I tell people all the time, you know? though, if you're coming here for an event on the weekend, yeah. Reserve a table. Exactly. Reserve a table. We came right. over here on Saturday just to run in real quick. Sure. And we looked in and we we're like, damn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess, I guess we're not going to be. here before a Craig game. It was super deep. Outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, uh, God, it will so be people. pretty quickly. It doesn't take very long. And they got so much going on yeah. again this weekend. Every weekend there's stuff going on, obviously. Yeah. This is a busy time. But normally we tape this on a Thursday. So you don't hear about the Thursday special. Right. We're taping this on a Wednesday, so you hear about the Thursday special. Do you know what the Thursday special is? It's your favorite. Uh, it's, oh, that means it's a Well, when, you, when you're feeling good, it's your favorite. Okay, I feel it. Uh, we'll say the, the – I mean, I got three now, you know? So no, number one favorite. First thing you ever picked that you won, I was like, that's too expensive. Oh, there's a steak. Steak, <laughs> steak and fries. Steak. Yeah, steak and fries special. That is my favorite. Thursday night. Omaha steak. Yes. And, and <laughs> Thursday's a loaded day. Starting at 11 a.m., yeah. you've got Creighton Volleyball, right? Yeah. They kick it off playing Louisville. I'm happy that say, they, say, they say, wait. I say Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. They say they swallow it, Louisville. Louisville. Oh, so I, uh, they say yeah. Louisville there. They okay. say Louisville. We got Louisville here. Yeah, Louisville, right? Nebraska. We got Louisville, Nebraska, yeah. but it's Louisville. And then Nebraska plays Georgia Tech at one. For sure. So it's gonna be hopping in here. It's gonna be yeah. a volleyball party. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, Thursday yeah. night football. That's where it kind of falls off. We got the <laughs> Patriots and Steelers. <laughs> Maybe the lowest total. Yeah, <laughs> ever in betting history in the NFL. Dang. It's right at about 30 and a half. It's projected right. to drop maybe below 30. Yeah. That's never happened before. So, it didn't happen during COVID when Denver's entire quarterback room got COVID. They had no quarterback right. to play. They right. started a wide, the receiver. wide receiver. The Saints I had no that. running backs to so their right. whole running back room. They started a wide receiver. Uh-huh. In that game, the total was yeah. bigger than this game. Dang. Tells you what that is. So, Patriots and Steelers on Thursday night. And then Saturday is always a big day. Army-Navy. Yep. Go Army, beat Navy. Uh, Creighton. <laughs> sorry, that's what I am. Creighton men's basketball versus Central Michigan. That's a 1 o'clock game. I'll be at that game. Oh, that's what's I'll up. Be, I'll be upstairs. Pull sitting. up, man. I'll be up, man. I go up to the top. Oh, okay. I'll be, like, uh-huh. be like this. I'm down low. Hey, I'm John. I'm down low. Yeah. Because I host the game. I, I know. Be Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then NFL watch party on Sunday, as always. Creighton women play Wyoming at 2. Yep. And then Chiefs Bills, which really the last three years has become yeah, one of the better it, rivalries it in football. Matter of fact, I believe that the last time I watched the game, you and I had a great conversation about the intensity of the game. Oh, it's, it's yeah. they don't like each other. The fan right. base don't like each other. About time. That's a three twenty five start or something. for <laughs> for Buffalo and <laughs> Kansas City. Um, so we don't have food today. No, sir. Our guy, you know, my you know the handles that, aka the executive <laughs> producer. <laughs> Um, Phil McClain, I will reference though, yeah, because I had this last time we were here. They have these pretzels, yeah, these warm pretzels, and it sounds like you're like, oh, pretzels, no, 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 yeah, these pretzels come out and they're warm. 
I know some people like the honey mustard. I know that. I know there's some people like the beer cheese. Yeah. I like just the regular mustard. Right. Regular yellow mustard on my slightly salted pretzel. Yeah. Dip it in there when it's still hot. Oh. Yeah. It's good, man. Hey, what's the it's name good. of the- 12 bucks, uh, by the way. This is random thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, random thoughts from Josh uh, Jones. It's purple. Um, Ooh. Is it- uh, Prince. Sweet- uh, Barney. Come on. Sorry, what? <laughs> Purple. Is it a, is it a uh, is it a sweet onion or a sweet like a Vidalia onion like you mean red onion? Man, I can't even think of what Purple I just onion? had. Man, I I'm gonna get back to you. on Okay, it, man. get back to me. But on I it, had yeah. something. I picked it all off. Oh, thinking that it because it, yeah. it you know it, it didn't look the part. Right. But man, I uh, man, I ate all of it. I really? think it I think it was a uh, uh, it was either it was an onion. I think it was an onion. Okay, like I, a red onion. I think it was. It might have been a red. Because sometimes a red onion will look purple. I think it was a red onion. I don't remember, man. We but call that a purple hull onion. I, yeah, is I, what we call that. I'm gonna figure in that the produce out. vernacular. You know, I've been, I've been like, I mean, and, and it's, it's probably old to y'all, new to me. Okay. You know, I like to keep it simple, man. That's fine. Keep you it know? steak and fries. There you go. I you get know? it. I get it. Yeah, man. I, I always tell people. But I, I'm expanding my horizons. I've know? done, a, I've done a lot of jobs in my life. Yeah. I've worked a lot of jobs, a lot of places. Never in my life was I better at a job than I was when I was a produce person. Wow. I loved it. Okay. And, I, and I studied and learned about all of it. I could pick a watermelon with the you best know, of them. I, I didn't could pick even know you were a, a produce guy. I was a produce guy. When I was in high school, Dang. They, you know, when you, get, when you work at a grocery store, they like pick one of the departments. Well, I went to produce because I yeah. thought it would be kind of fun. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I worked there on and off. Went to the army, came back, okay. worked produce again. Okay. Yeah, I worked produce on and off for 10 years. Man. That was you, my spot, man. You know who you remind me of? The Equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Have you watched part three yet? Yeah, it's good. I have not it's watched, good. we haven't watched part three yet. My mom went to go it's see good. it at the theater. She loves Denzel so it's much. Good, bro. We got to watch it though. It's yeah, $5.99 on good. Amazon. We got to watch man, it. man, because yeah. like, how did he just randomly end up in, where was that, Moscow or something like that? For, I haven't like, seen three yet. Well, you are, well, I ain't going to spoil it, but yeah. you, like, I like how like, you always you done lived a lot of life. I lived man. I lived a lot of places, Real bro. Talk, I lived a lot yeah. of life. one time one time Dirk was like he stopped me and he goes Okay, run it all through for me from the yeah. beginning, right? And so I started from the beginning, and I don't know if you know, but like when my my, my real mom, yeah, no doubt. she left me at the hospital yeah, in California. No, no, you talked to like about left that. me there in the hospital, and so my woman yeah. I call my mom now, who's actually my first cousin, West, Juanita, yeah. she went, got yeah. on a bus, and took a bus to California and picked me up and brought me back to New Orleans, and it was a wild run from there. Man. Um, but coming up on the show, the executive director of the Nebraska Greats Foundation, Jim Rose, who for a long time was you. the um, the voice of the Huskers. He has been a teacher. He has been a salesperson, on-air person. He went to Nebraska, right? Went to Nebraska. I think 35 years he's been in the media business. Plus, he wrote a book yeah. about Nebraska football as well, all the way up to the 2000s. Right. And I can blame him maybe because that's when it started going downhill, when he stopped with the book. <laughs> um, but it's certainly a possibility. Yeah. Of course, this past weekend, you had Creighton and Nebraska. Nebraska, Valley, uh, Nebraska basketball, Creighton basketball. It is our one in-state thing that you really can point to. Mm -hmm. Because as much as baseball teams are good and everything, the basketball obviously is the one thing and it's the one thing that you really can say like divides the state yeah and it really yeah. only goes to like yeah it's basically no, right before right. lincoln right. right so you maybe you make right. it to ashland yeah you're right and then everything back this way and then you go past you know ashland it's all, I it's I all say, nebraska I, I say a lot i'm a jay yeah. man but when it comes to basketball no i know i'm blue no look, and, I, and i'm 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 not you know? blue or red right. but i know i'm not blue yeah uh, <laughs> that i know for a fact uh and i would yeah. never and because i've been working in, in this place for a long time i would never ever picked Nebraska to be Creighton in yeah. basketball because I know yeah so you take some bread 
and then you butter the bread. Yep. I know where my bread is buttered. Yep. As a person who hosts uh, Big Red Wrap Up. Um, anyway, what, the biggest, remember we went through all those numbers and yep. said, by average, over the last 20 years, yeah. the margin's been 15. I've been getting some applause. In my- it's, it, was, it was outstanding because <laughs> you didn't pick enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the largest margin of victory since. But it's, you want to take a wild guess? You want to take a wild 1930 guess? 1930 something. It's 1932. Okay, good guess, Josh. The first term, well, actually, yeah, the first term of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR. Dang. This is before World War II. Dang. This is in the middle. So you got to go back that far to see the last time that Creighton beat Nebraska by that much. By that much. Word. 47 to 18. Yeah. Here's the crazy part about this story. So they play a couple of months later. Uh-huh. They, play, they were playing twice a year back then. There's a riot. People come out of the stands riot too, and, attack, and attack <laughs> the, the Blaze play, the, the, the Jays players. Uh-huh. They had to end the game. It became a forfeit. They made it 28-26. Creighton won the game. They didn't play again until, until 1977. Wow. 1932 to 1977. Yeah. So just so you know. That means they're not playing again until 2040. Right. Uh, <laughs> not as long as that. So you uh, <laughs> trying to get into the game now? You want to talk about no, it No, we'll talk about the game now because we'll, we'll talk about it now because we're going to have yeah. Jim Rose coming right, up. Right, right, right. Um, again, I mentioned last 20 years, actually it was 14 points was the average margin of victory. This is going to raise this up. Mm-hmm. No one, I don't believe this year in college basketball, has shot the ball as well as Baylor Shireman did no. in the first half of that game. Right. His hand literally was, that, that, yeah. that old video game, it was on fire. Yeah. Yeah, the ball was too. Well, his shoes was too. Everything yeah. was on was fire. Gym-like. The way he was shooting yeah. the ball. But the thing is, though, like, to be honest, like, yeah. first speaking about Creighton, uh, that's the reason why I get more excited about him as the year go on because, like, one thing that people won't look at, even though Baylor shot well, mm-hmm. Creighton was hooping offensively. Yep. Even though there was a point in time where nobody really scored uh, for Creighton, mm-hmm. their defense, man, was on point. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool that Baylor actually guarded uh, the four-man for Nebraska yep. and slowed him down and made other people try to do things that they really – I am not. I don't know if they really do it on a regular or not. They shot as poorly as you could possibly yeah, shoot, too. Man, at um, one point, they were one for – 21 right something like that at but, one point yeah and, and I'm, I'm i ain't gonna lie i didn't yeah. see a whole lot of the game when it was happening because it was a right. sunday and i watched the nfl it's my For church sure. yeah. but i watched it afterwards and there was a point where they missed yeah. 15 straight yeah. shots nebraska I, yeah. did but I mean, yeah. for like Nebraska, for Nebraska, it was kind of like a pick your poison. Like, oh yeah. So you decided not to let him go into Cogbrenner. So mm-hmm. Braylon Shireman is open, and then the rim just get bigger and bigger every time he make one. That's uh, how they play defense too. They play defense inside out. They yeah. they let you shoot threes, and yeah. the majority of the time. People aren't going to shoot the way Craig shot shoot. it. Yeah, for sure. But that's yeah. not. I don't think that's a team you play that way. Right. You certainly don't yeah. play a team. You don't play Creighton that way. You, you have can't. to. You got to rush out. Yeah. You got to run them off the three point line. Yeah. And force Cockburner to you, beat yeah, you. Yeah. I'm about to say you think yeah. you would have, they had that's, a better chance that's, that's if, that's what, have, if yeah. Cockburner had like. 30 hey, but the funny or thing is, so last year they did yeah. the exact same way, and Creighton shot horribly. Right. So of course, and then so Nebraska. The and remember, Nebraska dominated inside, and so maybe they thought they could do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. This is a different team. Yeah, right. Because. Ashworth yeah. shot well. He did. Shireman shot well. Yep. Bello hit a couple early. Everybody Mason who was shooting. Miller was Mason hooping. Miller he came back from being yeah. um, sickness, whatever he yeah, had. right. So everything was on. Trout was hooping. Yeah, he had two dunks. Yeah. <laughs> if he, if he yeah. can give them a bit of physicality For sure. at that spot, the four spot, yeah. they, they'd be a different you team. You can see the Virginia offense kind of getting out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a slow set of screen pop. Yeah. or It's just... 
Like he's getting used to the the pace of the game with Creighton or whatever. But you know what's um, good for him though is that Virginia defense. Yeah, he brings that with him for and sure. helps with the Virginia. No, yeah, right. That Virginia defense yeah. is really good. Yeah, and obviously Creighton's defense, which yeah. which in coming into the season we were we were going over the numbers from Ken Palm. Yeah, and Ken Palm had them ranked in the I think number eleven or twelve defensively. Yeah, they're adjusted defensive numbers. That's what numbers. I'm trying to say. They like so they had that. Them there. Yeah, it's probably going to go up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and as I think about the conference, um, I just kind of feel like. The defensive side is huge for Creighton to, um, you know, basically make it do what it do this season in the Big East because uh, UConn is like that. UConn is nice. Currently, Uh, by the way, eighth. Yeah. Ken Palm has has Creighton adjusted defense eighth in the country. Yeah, for sure. Above the office. They have the office at 16. Yeah, but I will. I mean, this is Nebraska, though, so I do got to say from a um, Nebraska standpoint, um, is it Tominaga? It is. Kasey okay. Tomonaga. Kasey, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Y'all put some respect on that yeah, boy's yeah. name. Well, that, that turn. Because he that, was hooping. That yeah. end of the half. <laughs> yeah, he, he hits that three finally. Yeah. And then he gets the, the yeah. technical foul. That five points. Yeah, that, that I mean, made that's, him up 15 that's, points. That's never going to be good at the end yeah, of a half. Yeah, for sure. Um, but to be real, so, yeah, man. You can't, you, like, can't, you can't throw the ball. You just it was, can't do it. It, it, was, it was a literal technical uh Foul. Like, I mean, he threw the ball at threw the, the ball. You can't do the ball. To the but you, it, I, yeah. you know, I can't. The thing I can't stand about basketball in general in the last five or ten years. Yeah. Um, and it's really How been led by. It's, it's really <laughs> been. It's really been led by the NBA. Yeah. But I hate. When you go to give up fake, the other person goes up vertically and hey. you jumped into them. That, yeah, in my opinion, really that's that. got to be yeah. a, that's gotta be offensive foul yeah, me. But and, and in the NBA now, yeah, they're now they're starting to call yeah, it. Because you know your little boy yeah. for, ten, for um, Curry? the kid from, uh, no, the kid from uh, Atlanta. The little point guard for oh, Atlanta. Trey Young, Trey Young. Trey Young does it all the time. And they, yeah. they kind of made the Trey Young rule. Yeah. Where you can't just be jumping into people for when sure. they get in the air. And that's yeah. kind of what they did. He jumped into him and they yeah. call it. What, whatever I, you just you just can't you yeah. you can't throw I like the ball it a little bit, you, but can't, you can't I can't do that. I don't yeah. mind if the guy gets into yeah. your silo yeah. and you go straight up and he hits you I feel you I don't like when the guy goes straight up and then yeah. you got to lean under because yeah. technically there's no way you can shoot the ball that way yeah it's not how a, are you going to shoot the ball when you're diving into somebody trying to shoot the it's, ball it's not a real shot it's not it's not yeah, a real shot sure. but, it, it, yeah. but he got the call yeah and then Tomah Nagas got to control himself I feel like if you lean for it. It should be on you. I agree completely. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think understand. I respect I, that. This is an yeah, old man I right here that. saying this, but I the thing that drives me crazy is when somebody goes to dunk somebody and they take their off arm and they throw it in somebody's throat and they oh, get the dunk no, no, and everybody, no, no, no. everybody that's, See, a, that's hey, an offensive hey, foul. They say, oh, that was different. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's an offensive <laughs> foul. Hey, I'm like, yeah. I, that looks pretty and everything. Yeah. You just committed an offensive foul, like in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you take the forearm in the chest or the neck. I mean, that's like that's like the quote from NFL Films a long time ago where the guy said, my quarterback was hitting the neck in the head. He's going to live, but that is a foul. You know I mean, they, I mean you it's know a foul. You know what they should let you do in basketball, bro? They should let you hang on the rim. I think they should let you do Well, dunk. in the NBA, they do. Yeah. They do. Like college basketball. They will tee you up pretty quick if you yeah, hang in college. Yeah, they should let yeah. you hang on the rim just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And they should let you also, uh, in the NBA, I think they should let you taunt and celebrate more. LeBron James yelled and got a tech. Yeah. Why well, don't I, the taunting part celebration? Yes, yeah. You celebrate with your with your teammates. Well, maybe the word celebrate yeah. in general. Don't don't get in somebody. If you get somebody's face, you know it's gonna end up happening. You know it's gonna end up happening. Yeah, they're gonna fight. They're gonna be a fight. You yeah. know. And I I grew up hey, in the era where there were fights. You know, Larry every Bird, night. Well, who held Larry Bird? So Barkley held yeah. him, and Doctor J <laughs> was hitting J him was, in the head. <laughs> <laughs> that was truly yeah. one of the greatest nights of my life. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because I hated the Boston Celtics, and I'm a Sixer fan, and they weren't yeah, very good by that sure. point. They were so getting bad. Exactly. It was it was the best. It was the best. I remember a guy named. 
like Tree Rollins. Tree, uh, Tree, Tree Rollins. Rollins. So he played yeah, for the Atlanta Rollins. Hawks. Yeah, there was a fight uh-huh. with them and the Boston Celtics. Uh-huh. And on the bottom of the pile, somebody bit Danny Ainge's finger, finger. almost off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, we believe I it was Tree Rollins. We yeah. believe it was Tree Rollins. Hilarious. So yeah, we don't need we don't need that in the sport. Yeah. And what, what leads to that is the taunting part of it. Let's just let's for just sure. play celebrate celebrate with your boy. No more malice in the palace. No, that was a fan. That was well. That was a fan. Throwing the the cup yeah. and then yeah and then it's not like Metal World Peace could control himself. I was kind of pissed because I was himself. just getting out of practice. Yeah, and so I didn't get to see it. Yeah, but I seen like the kids crying and stuff. I was doing like, a show. We were doing a show as it was happening on TV, and we're like, "What is? <laughs> what the hell is? What is going on? <laughs> Why are crazy. they? Because we used to do this. Uh, yeah. It's called Husker, Husker Beat back okay. in the day. Yeah, and you know you're in a bar and all the TVs are on, and you're For like. Sure. Are you yeah. are you watching? No doubt. Yeah. They're in the stands. Right. It was crazy. Uh, so three more for Creighton before they get to conference play. Yep. Central Michigan, we mentioned that on Saturday. That's going to be an easy one. UNLV, that's going to be Wednesday in Vegas. They got that. Okay. And by the way, UNLV's got some injuries. Yeah. They're three and three as we tape this. Yeah. They play Dayton tonight. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. And that's going to be Alab- fun. Why? What? Where? The, game, the Dayton game? At UNLV? Wow. Okay, so oh, oh, was, it, was, was it near the campus or was it near the... Because Thomas and Mac's not near the campus, so maybe... So oh, Thomas and Mac, where they play. That's where, that's where normally UNLV okay. plays. So that's I don't. Sad, that's not what a tournament's going to happen, though. I everybody's all right with that yeah. active shooter situation. No, that's, it's, that's always that's scary. That's wild, man. Uh, and then the big one is Bama. Yeah. In the Chai. Bama's... Uh, their record They're 6-2, and two and they play Purdue on Saturday. 6-2. and two. They're 6-2. and two. Coming up, Purdue's coming off... So you remember when you was little? Yeah. Like maybe you guys didn't do this, but we did this in the south. What's they that? would send you outside, and they'd go get go get a switch. Oh, what? And then bring <laughs> the switch in, and uh, you had to clean I off that. the yeah, leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what Purdue did to Iowa the other night. Yeah. They just was like wow, wow, and, yeah, right. and I had the. I, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. I, I had that as my big did, one. Did it was like it was like minus twenty eight. <laughs> I was like, it's over, man. It's Dang, over. Bro, um, but yeah, that's. Crazy. So, you think they go three and zero then? Or what do you think they do those three games? I think. I, yeah, I think Creighton goes three and zero. Home court, home court advantage yeah. against Alabama is big. Is big. Yeah, for that game, and it's a powder blue out yeah. too. If it was powder a, blue, it, out. yeah, right. I yeah. think if it was a, a, a neutral side game or like at Alabama, yeah, I think it'd be a little tough mm-hmm. just because they physical. Yep. But and they get up and down. Um, but at the end of the day, we got um, Cogbrenner. He's a difference in every game. Yeah, especially like, defensively. Even the times where I'm like, ah, I want him to do more. He really be doing a lot. It just don't seem like it, man. Mm-hmm. Like like Nebraska game. Now, notice to put um, Baylor Shireman uh, defensively on mass, allow yep. Cogbrenner to do some extra stuff, mm-hmm. the little things. Right. Just be his presence. Yeah. Uh, Tomanaga, there was plenty of times where he drove the ball and he just did a little U-turn. Yeah. Because he couldn't even go He's up. Not, I'm not going to so mess with I'm this guy. So I'm just saying, yeah. like, right. Cogbrenner makes a difference. Yeah. But Creighton goes 3-0, and I think, in these games. And then, now, they were taping us on Wednesday, like I said. Yeah. By the time people hear this, it already happened. But Nebraska opens up their conference season tonight. They play Minnesota. How are all these other teams already opening conference? Well, when games? you have a, the conference the size of the Big Ten, it takes a lot longer to have this season. For sure. Because when you have, you know, 14, yeah. 16, eventually 18 they, teams. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They have 14 now. Who so coming yeah, next year? Yeah, USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. Yikes, Nebraska football. A lot. It's a lot. Well, it's I mean, a lot. It's a lot. So and, and it's all, all those games. The last five. So their first Damn. seven for Nebraska football, first seven are all pretty winnable. Colorado comes here. They're a mess right now. I don't know what Colorado so, will be I mean, it's so, at that point. Like, I remember this is like the, the old Big East had like 16 teams. Some, it looked like it. I know the like ACC it. definitely it, had 16. Well, the ACC at one so, point had 16 like, teams. What, so, but are yeah. they going to have like 
pool play or everybody gonna play everybody? Everybody's gonna play everybody, but you some of you only play one. Gotcha. So like for example, which is stupid, Nebraska only plays Iowa once. That's stupid. They should play Iowa twice every time. I they agree. do play Minnesota twice. So they play Minnesota. That's will, tonight. We'll see how yeah, we'll okay. see how Nebraska All handles right. that game in terms of bouncing back. And then on Sunday, yeah. big one. They play Michigan State. I know. That's gonna be huge. I know. You gotta play that one. Yeah. Um before we get to our guest. Jim Rose, again, former voice of the Oscars and the executive director of the Nebraska Greats Foundation. So, the tournament for the NBA, the in-season tournament. It's been right? popping. Here's what's crazy about it is yeah, you got to do math. Why? What do you mean? Because they have, like, the point differential thing, mm-hmm. right? So, you're, you're playing a game, yep. but for seeding purposes and everything, you, you got to get to a certain point. So, they had yeah. a game uh, last – was that – it was like it was Tuesday night. Uh-huh. We're taping this on Wednesday. Game on Tuesday night. It was Monday night. I can't remember. I know where the they Lakers had to keep scoring. Phoenix. It was the Bucks. Okay. The Bucks had to keep scoring because the point differential was the same with the Knicks, and so they had they ended up beating the Knicks by twenty four because they needed to continue to score so they get the point differential. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Suns beat the Lakers. Yeah, that was. That, see, you can't let him call a timeout yeah. when nobody has the ball. Nah, you can't. If you if didn't if you yeah. didn't watch it, it's late in the game. Phoenix is rallying. Austin Reeves. There, Austin Reeves gets the ball on the inbound pass. Kind of loses it. The ball gets no, away. He lost it. He bro. lost he it. Lost His it. ball gets yeah. away, and on the other side of the court, LeBron calls LeBron a timeout. James. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. ball wasn't in possessions. You can't call a timeout yeah. when it's a loose ball. But they, yeah. they called but it anyway. But that point differential. The reason why, like I want I um, and this is a low level. When I was at the Salvation Army doing mm-hmm. my own men's yeah. league. I did point differential when it comes to the playoffs because yeah, it, it makes people want to play harder yeah. for that seeding. Yeah, you so finish it. I understand why the yeah. NBA is doing it. I agree with it for the fact that ratings have been crazy. Games have been like 105 to 107. A lot of overs. Going into the fourth. Yep. And like it's always, you know what they should add to that? The what? Elam ending. I love the Elon ending. On, I've, loved it. I've Every, loved the Elon ending since yeah, the beginning. The Elon ending it. is this, basically. So TBT. So what happens is when it gets to the fourth quarter uh, uh, at the four minute mark, they yep. shed it off, yep. and they Talk add off. eight to the uh, to the winning uh, to the um, to highest score. Right? If it's tied, you just add eight, and uh, every game wins on a made basket. So you get to a target score. So and you don't foul people. Like so normally, game. you normally late in the game if you're down, you're fouling. Yeah. Well, that's not good because the people have they, they score when you foul them. Right. So you it, it, more open so basketball score, being played. If the, if the score is one one. You mm-hmm. add eight to that, and the first one to get to that target score wins. Yeah, target score. I, I love it. They very did it. competitive. They do it in the All-Star game now, too, NBA All-Star game. Yeah. So Thursday night, you got Pacers and Bucks in the semifinals. Yeah. Pelicans and Lakers yeah. in the semifinals. Hey, Zion, uh, I feel like he's coming around, but he's not all the way there. I like how Dane Lillard and Giannis are starting to click game by game. Just can't play defense, man. Dang, but them, that, defensively, they're bad. They're, they're yeah, second to last defensively. Uh, <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened to Zion, and I celebrated when it happened, was him to go to New Orleans. Because if you have a weight problem... <laughs> there is no city worse than New the Orleans. Food, man. The food is too good. And if you got any kind of like addiction issues, sure. the partying is too fun. He's addicted we to don't food. turn anything off. Yeah. Yeah, it was it wasn't a great place for him to end up. He was heavy though. I know. Hey, and he came out and was kind of like, hey, yo, like world chill. Like I'm really yeah. going through this with the food. Well, also, also, yeah. he's got issues with um Mariah Mims. Mills? Lots of women. He's oh, got yeah. issues with. I thought it was just her. No, it's multiple. Oh, it's, man. It's more. You, you got to control yourself. You can't. You know what you got to do? Uh, you got to pace yourself. Right. You, you're a star. 
You got lots of money. Yeah. You're the NBA star. You got to pace yourself. There's lots of time. Yeah. You don't have to he run out. You don't have to, what's, the, what's the line? You got the two the two bulls up on the hill, and they look down at all the women and all the girls down Dude, there, and they're like, crazy, let's yeah. run down there and grab one. Yeah. Let's just walk down yeah. there and get them all. Yeah. I mean, just take your time. I feel you, You got bro. all, you got yeah. like 10 years, right? No Calm yeah, down. Yeah, I feel you. It's so the last thing you I'll need, man. Yeah, you're funny, just saying. Man. Coming up, we're going to talk to Jim Rose, executive director of the Nebraska Greats Foundation, a great organization. We'll talk more about Save what they do life. for folks exactly and how you can help them as well. We come back here on Let It Fly Show. Ah, Sunday. You take a morning walk to pick up burgers and beers. You tidy the house for 10 fellow football fans. And your biggest chore? Floating the Bud Light into the fridge. It all pays off because nothing is as easy to enjoy as a Sunday full of football. And beer. Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. 21 plus, copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. All right, welcome back to Let It Fly Show. We are joined by the executive director of the Nebraska Greats Foundation and former voice of the Huskers, longtime media member, sales, marketing, on air. Jim Rose joining us here. How you doing? I guess I don't do anything well. <laughs> yeah, he named everything he moved yeah, on. <laughs> you, do, you do a lot of stuff. I was going to say, you, you're I'm, a professor. You yeah, did that at the university. A, you wrote a book. Yeah. You did a little bit of everything, see? I just can't hold a job. That's, That's the problem. <laughs> you've, had, you've been with KFAB as long as I've been here. 23 been, years. I've got here in 02, so I know you had yeah. been there. We used to go to Big Red Breakfast. Yeah. And you'd, you'd be out front yeah. over at the old Holiday Inn. See, it's all coming back to me now, Michael. Back when Nebraska used to win. Back when we were in the top ten. <laughs> I was yeah. telling somebody the other day. I was sitting, ago. Exactly. I was sitting with my uh, my 14-year-old, and he asked a serious question. He was like, you know, they lose all the time. And I go, yeah. He goes, well, why are there so many fans? And so I started telling him about the history of Nebraska. And I got to the point where I explained to him, from 1981 through 2002, they were ranked every single, single week in yeah. the AP yeah. poll. Yep. And I said, start doing the math That's crazy. on how long that is. And I went over the bowl streak and all that. It just, what's the feeling like as somebody who, for a very long time, you were deeply invested in and you've always been a fan? What, what's the feeling like? It's amazing. You, you quote that long streak, which I believe is 342 weeks. Look at yeah. him. The all-time record. Because <laughs> yep. yep. I was there when it ended. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but here's the thing about that 1981 season, because I was a freshman in college at the time, guys. Nebraska fell out of the poll after it went one and two to start the year. Oh, it lost at Iowa, yeah. wow. beat Florida State, yeah. and then was it Auburn uh, the other game? Then lost to Penn State, Penn and then State. beat okay. Auburn. Auburn. That's Turner Gill's coming out party was yeah. that Auburn game. Well, that was the only week the Huskers weren't in the poll. They came oh, wow. right back after the Auburn game. Yeah. So you take that one week out, it goes all the way back to the 60s. Wow. So they were so back to 69. Yeah. It goes all the way back to the 1960s wow. that they were rated in the poll. And remember, that was when it was the top 20. Yep. Yeah. You know, today yeah. you even get an extra five, five spots. Five spots, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it was a great run. It was an incredible generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we all sort of came under the belief that there was a magic dust over the stadium and that Nebraska would never lose. Right. And that we're always going to be good, and we're always going to win the 50-50 games, and right. we're never going to lose to anybody who's not good. And Coach Osborne, in 25 years, only lost to one team with a losing record, Man. and that was the 92 Penn State uh, game. game. Yeah. But what we came to realize is the magic dust <laughs> was Tom Osborne, yes. Milt Tenneber, Charlie mm-hmm. McBride, right. Ron Brown, yeah. Tony Samuel, great coaches, Boyd Epley, great strength and conditioning guy, and Nebraska was the leader in every metric yep. of college sports. They yeah. were the number one in strength and conditioning. They were number one in academic support, life skills. 
they were way ahead of everybody else, and then everybody said, okay, if they can do it, we can do it. Well, then suddenly people realized, hold on just a second. What are they doing that we can't do? And the mm-hmm. answer was nothing. And then we merged with the Big 12, became the Big 12, and yeah. merged with the Southwest Conference. And when they changed the academic rules, yeah. uh, no longer could you top take 48. top 48 kids. Mm-hmm. You couldn't take junior college kids unless they had uh, you know, credits that transferred from Texas junior colleges. Mm-hmm. It was all designed to bring Nebraska back to everybody else. And it else. did, yeah. Okay. And then when you look at just the advantages that the Southern schools had in the Big 12 from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah, you know, for sure. It, it really was an imbalance. Uh, but that said, uh, we are also the architect of our own problems. Right. Uh, you self-imposed. Make, yeah, I always say self-imposed. You, you, make, you make bad AD hires. Yeah. You make bad chancellor hires. Yeah. And you make bad coach hires. Yeah. This is what you get. 20 yeah. years of no, no winning. Right. Very little winning. Uh, so maybe this is the right mix. Maybe we're back to the right mix. But I guess we're getting a new president, so who knows? <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But that's why I was going to ask. Like, all right, so we're at the state we're at today. We got Coach Rule. We had the season we had. It looked like every other season to me. It wasn't a winning season. Yeah. You know? Uh, but what can you speak in? I'm not looking for anything positive. I'm looking for the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just get that out. Yeah, yeah. You know how I am, man. Yeah. Um, kind of speak to, like, what you see now and – what direction are we going? It's not about are we getting back to where we were, but it's kind of like that because we were winning at one point in time. So what's, what's your take? Well put, Josh. Um, the challenge now is that all of the advantages that Nebraska used to enjoy are gone. Everybody's on television yep. now. Everybody has nice facilities now. Yep. You walk into Nebraska, and for years they'd say, well, this is just a better setup than 10 other places. Yep. Yep. Now everybody in this conference has a new football building. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this conference has big-time strength and conditioning. Everybody in this conference you know, can go anywhere. They all have big budgets. We're all getting the same money from the Big Ten. Right. So Nebraska has to reinvent the way it builds and sustains its program because you can't compete with that. You can't say, we're just going to win on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Coach Osborne, he doesn't get enough credit for this, but when he took over, Nebraska really changed its entire philosophical approach to football. He went away from immediate play talent to develop talent. Yep. He brought in the walk-on program knowing that if we just get one or two guys a year that could either be first or second teamers or three or four guys that would push our starters, right. that's a net positive. Yep. Well, now, when he was starting that, it was probably 20 bucks an hour to go to Nebraska. Now it's 320 bucks an hour. Yeah. So the kid from Thedford who had a shot to get a full-ride scholarship to South Dakota so State or mm-hmm. Wyoming yeah. Yeah. is saying, well, yeah, I have to pay my way to Nebraska, but it's only this much. Right. My mom and dad can handle that. Right. Uh, now mom and dad can't handle that, yeah. and why would you turn down money from somebody who's investing in you. So uh, the way we used to do business, Josh, we can't do anymore. My personal feeling is, however, that we can still bring many of those components into building the Nebraska program back, and this is what I mean. I don't believe, although we don't have enough history to prove it yet, I don't believe you can build a program on transfers and NIL. Okay. The way Colorado is trying to do it. Colorado had a lot of issues, you know, before – he flipped his roster, yep. he was going to have trouble with the offensive and defensive anyway, lines. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah. I really believe in the Big Ten Conference, uh, the new Big Ten, because mm. remember, there are five teams. If this were the playoff of 12 teams this year, five Big Ten teams would be in, and yep. Nebraska wouldn't be one of the five. Wow. And USC wouldn't be one wouldn't of the five. Wouldn't not be, right. right. But they very well probably will be next year. Yeah. They're not going to be away. So I still think the best way to win here is to say, we're going to take guys that – 
are borderline high school kids. Mm. Uh, we think we can turn them into something. We think we could turn them into a Lauren Kaiser. We think we can turn them into a Terry Kennedy. We think we could turn them into a Joel <laughs> McAvickin. We think we can turn them into something. And we're going to pay them to stay. We're not going to pay them to sign. We're going to pay them to stay. stay. Uh, and there are a lot of kids, and I think this applies to basketball too. You're going to have the million-dollar babies at the top. Sure. Yeah. But then there's a whole cut of guys that are not that way but close. Yeah. Let's go get those guys, get them in here, turn them into something, pay them to stay. NIL is here to stay. NIL ain't going yeah, anywhere. Go, yeah, right. So you got so to adapt yeah, to it. There's gonna, a good chance bro, the schools are going to start paying. controlling So yeah. that might make it even better because I think you'll see some, you'll see some uh, – Continuity. I don't know that we're going to have a union right away, but I'm not opposed to a players' union because then eventually. you can collectively bargain with yeah, them. Yeah. Right. And you can bargain on salary caps. You can bargain on transfer rules. So I, I would think, and I think Coach Rule believes in this, although you know this, he was talking about quarterbacks and not signing big-money quarterbacks a week or two ago. Well, now he's looking at four of the high, potentially high-dollar quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, I just think the best way for our program to get built, because of the same recruiting restrictions that we've had for 150 years, mm-hmm. yeah. go get guys. That doesn't mean you're bringing in a bunch of walk-ons and thinking they're all going to turn into great players. Right. But go get guys – that don't have an entitlement mentality, that want to be here, want to turn into something, you're not going to keep them for five years, but you can keep them for three. Three. Three to four. That's all we need. And if you do that and you build your core that way, then go get – the guy that makes the big difference. Man. That's my, that's You the said what I said in an educated yeah. way. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're more educated yeah. than no. I am. You went to Creighton University. Exactly. Oh, my God. Jim joining us here. You know, you're, you're basically talking about doing it differently, right, mm-hmm. than a lot of people are. And I think that's what Matt Rule's already saying he's going to do. He is going to be a developmental program. And even guys like Jalen Lloyd, mm-hmm. who probably would have been a sprinter someplace, but you say, all that speed, we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a guy in there. You look at the Bullock twins, both of those guys and what they could do. Uh, I just look overall at what he's putting together. If he can, like you said, mm-hmm. get three, I think three years, because we're constantly going, well, dang it to bowl issue. Dang it to bowl. You got to give him time. Yeah. In three years, I think he's going to have a program that is in the middle of a, a very good, soon to be Big Ten, deep Big Ten. If you can get to there, then no telling how far he can get. Couldn't agree more, Michael. I, I think that's where Nebraska has to be. And the other thing Trev said last year to me, and I think he's probably repeated it many mm-hmm. times. We have to change our definition of success at Nebraska. Man. Me yeah. growing up, 13 Interview over. He yeah, said it. 13 and 0, right. or it's a bad year. Yeah. Okay, you beat Oklahoma, beat Oklahoma, or yeah, it's yeah. a bad year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We just sulk the whole offseason yeah. until spring runs around. Yeah. But uh, the definition of success now is getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, not, not 10 or 12 or 13 wins or whatever it is. Get into the playoffs. Yes. You got to contend like in the NFL. Big Ten. Because I was yeah. about to say that to both yeah, of you guys. Yeah, yeah. I say it to Michael all the time. Well, how do we win now? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I really believe I'm that. listening. I, I think, JJ, I really believe it's look, we got to get into the top 12. Yep. All right. Yep. And if you get into the top 12, magical things can happen. Basketball has applied this principle for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Get into the Just tournament. Get into the tournament, yeah. Get a good seed. You're right. Nobody really – I mean, winning the conference is great. Uh, the coach is going to get a bonus. Kids are going to get rings. That's cool. You're going to get T-shirts and all that. Yeah. But really, if you were to talk to the Creighton Blue Jays – They want to make the NCAA they tournament. They want to be a 5, 4, or 3 seed. Yep. Okay? Yep. Just like last year. Because mm-hmm. they know that UConn and Marquette are going to be tough to displace. Yep. I don't know about you guys, but I've been watching UConn. No, thinking, we, oh we, God, already, we, already we already talked about it. We already talked about it. Their early season <laughs> Yeah, yeah. they're look good. They're playing, yeah. and they're beating them. Right? Yeah, yeah, big they're game for Marquette tonight. Yep. Yep. So I look at it this way: get into the mentality of all right, 
We are going to have to play Ohio State, Penn State, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington every year. Mm-hmm. Right, just two. So yep. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get into the top twelve. Hard right. to do because the SEC is going to get four in there. The Big yep. Twelve is going to get two or three, maybe. The Big Ten is going to get four. Five, four, yeah. Four. yeah. You might have one or two remnants from the ACC yeah. and Notre Dame or right. somebody. It's not going to be easy. But to me, that's the definition of success. Man, and, uh, and stop beating yourself. I, you're, the Jalen Lloyd example is perfect for me, Mike. I, I looked at that guy and said, all right, this guy, nobody knows about him, and yet he's got unbelievable athletic ability. Yep. Let's make him into a football player. Right. And I think Kobe Bretz is still in that place. When I saw him he's play for Westside, yeah. he was spectacular. Yep. He was on the same uh, field with Cole, and yet – I, this guy stood out, and I go, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah. He, can, he can excel in three different sports. Diver. It, it, one of which is probably his best, and the judgment there is, does he get to the Olympics? Right. But look at his physical capacity. Yeah. And he's just scratching the surface mm-hmm. now. I mean, he's a guy that has unlimited potential yeah. because of all of these experiences. Right. So if we keep turning guys, you know, high school kids into Jalen Lloyd's, and others, and there have been many. Yeah. I think Nebraska's in great shape. And then you gotta you got to quit blowing it on guys like Xavier Watts. Uh, we were talking about this on the radio this morning. He's the, he's the defensive player Crazy. of the year. Okay? Crazy. Now, the only reason that Scott Frost slow-rolled him is that he had a bad 40 time in a camp. Okay, well, let's go back. At the same oh, time yeah. that, bet, that Betts yeah. had a great 40 yeah. time and a vertical exactly. and all that. Yeah. And, and Xavier Betts was also a spectacular high school great athlete. Great athlete. Yes. This is the difference between then and now. Yep. For all those years, Milt Teneper, who covered Nebraska recruiting for Nebraska, and was really, if there was a guy on earth that knew offensive football as well or better than Tom Osborne, it was Milt Teneper. Mm-hmm. He understood that offense better than mm-hmm. anybody in the world. He would say, okay, I've got a network of 150 high school coaches mm-hmm. in Nebraska. And he would constantly talk to him. He'd drive out there in that red truck. He'd have beers and coffee with him. And he'd say, okay, Michael's the coach at Burwell High School. And he'd say, you got anybody? And you'd say, no, but there's this guy, Josh Jones, down at Bartlett. Yeah, we mm. need to look him. for him. Yeah, okay. right. And the trust factor was so big because then when Michael did have a guy – Milt would recruit him, okay? Yeah. Wow. Well, he'd say there's this – now, there's no way Milt can see every high school player in the state, but with that network of – But we all working together. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, some, Scott Frost needed somebody to say, okay, Xavier, Xavier Watts doesn't run a great 40, but when he puts the player. pads on – Mike Rozier. Okay, mm-hmm. Mike Rozier was a slow runner until he had the ball in his hands yeah. right. and he got pads on and then nobody could tackle him. That's the kind of thing we need to start doing more. Right. Yeah, Man. it's a big time. Big, so big, is it? So are we? Travel on TV. Are are Sorry. are we where? <laughs> travel on TV. Right oh, now. I see him. Yeah. I see him. Yeah. I see him. Yeah. So I, I guess my question is like, it sounds like um, we've just been behind in philosophy for so many years. Um, I know at the end of the day, like it all, the blame goes on the head coach. Mm-hmm. How long do we give Coach Rule? You know, like. Like, you don't really want to just keep getting new coaches, new coaches, new no, coaches. Like, what's the strategy, like, would you say from your perspective of this with Coach Rule, like, if we result the, the same way for the next three years? What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, I, your, your first point is the one to hang on, Josh, and that is we just can't keep changing coaches. Yeah. I mean, we hung in there with Bo Pelini a long time. Yep. First three years, Bo was using Bill Callahan players. And I know a lot of Nebraska fans don't want to hear this. Bill Callahan had it close here. Oh, his recruiting dude. class coming in in 2008 was yeah. loaded well, with seven. NFL guys. Seven, yeah, was the 07 seven. Class. Yeah, those oh. were the guys that turned out to be the bow guys. But the truth is, he had a plan, mm-hmm. 
And remember, we're doing it without the transfer portal. Right, I know. Because, yep. you know, if you transferred in like Sam Geller, you, you had to see it. Yeah, see it. Yeah, see it. But, you know, he, and he didn't go crazy on Juco's, although he got a couple. The like first year. Olago, Adaguduro, yep. and guys like That's that. That's 05 year. The truth, Barry Cryer. Here's the thing. He had it because he knew what he wanted to do with this offense. He, he says, I know what it's going to take to run the West Coast offense in the Big 12 Conference. Mm-hmm. And I know what kind of receivers I got to have, and I know what kind of linemen I got to have. And yep. you look at Carl Nix and some of those guys. I knew, I know what it's going to take, and they were coming here. All yeah, right? they were. Yeah. And so they were – but, you know, obviously Nebraska changed ADs. Uh, Bill had some other issues. He did not mind the defensive side of the ball. Which they win the Big 12 – they win the big championship in Kansas City. No, I'm saying they win it. They win in 06. If Maurice Purify doesn't yep. fumble in the first right. play of the game, yep. they win that game. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, they're going to play. Or, I think it was TCU or somebody yeah. in those New Year's right. Six bowls. Yep. It would have been a big difference that or class. If the if Terrence Nunn doesn't fumble oh, against, against Texas, Texas, yeah, you know Nebraska wins that game. That's <laughs> yeah. the signature yep. win. That was signature yeah. win. Uh, and then they have a better New Year's Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. So that game down in Kansas City, I believe. The, truly, the weather for the first time in years affected Nebraska. Zach Taylor's arm could not handle the cold weather. And two more miles strong, an hour. Yeah, he didn't have the strongest arm to begin with, but yeah. when it was super cold, I'm thinking, oh my God. You know what he said, though, after that game? On the ball. He said yeah. this after the game uh, to a bunch of us. Yeah. He said that was the first time that he ever was that confused by a defense. Dang. Their defense yeah. was so good yep, that Venables. they had him thinking, mm-hmm. and in a couple times, two throws. Nick Harris yeah. intercepted one of yeah. them. Where if he just had two more miles an hour, gets there. He yeah. gets there. But they were they had him confused, right. and still they're sitting there with a oh, chance yeah. to win that yeah. game yeah. in Kansas City to beat Oklahoma. That was a good defense. Nebraska was a decent defensive it team was. that year. Yeah. They had guys, they, good linebackers. Stu Bradley was on that team. Yeah, we had Jay and you had Adam. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And they had some good ends, down yeah. people. But oh. so to kind of put an underline to your yeah. point, Josh, and that is if you get a system and mm. you settle on it and you recruit to it, mm-hmm. good things could happen. Now, Bo never settled on an offensive system. No. Uh, Mike Riley didn't really have the competitive nature, nor did his staff to win here. And Scott Frost and his staff didn't know what it was doing here. Right. So <laughs> the bottom line was we, we've not had a decision on the offensive philosophy yeah. in a long time. Now, we do know mm-hmm. what these guys want to do defensively, and right. we saw the results on yeah, the field this for year. Sure, for that sure. was dramatically better. Yeah, yeah. Yo, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I said uh, Coach Rayola's um, – like his first, like his his first opportunity to show what he can do is this year, mm-hmm. just because like as a fresh staff, everybody th- he was being thinking. undercut, yes. yes, by a head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't blame certain, him. Yeah, I didn't blame was, him the year before. He, he did a great job, and everybody got better. Better within everybody one year. Everybody got better for sure. Ben Hart became a different person. Like remember, <laughs> the, the movie where they yeah. you get the plant and they yeah. would make you somebody. He's yeah. a different guy. Man. I mean, he's not even the same guy that played no. before. Uh, let's look at the Nebraska Greats Foundation mm-hmm. because it's an. Great organization, and Josh knows a ton about it as yeah. well. But he's my guy. Talk, talk us about how it got started. Obviously, Jerry Martall tells a great story about how it got started, but how did you get involved? Well, I was a member of the board of directors for several years, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a bad member of the board of directors. <laughs> I, you know, I come to the events but I, and ate the lunches, but that was about it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we finally got some other board members in there who really had some great ideas and a lot of experience, and they said, you know, we need to take this. There's such great opportunity here. Let's let's make this a real day-to-day operation because mm-hmm. it was kind of a hobby foundation, which is not hey, like a that, lot of that's them. That's how I got yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you know we, we do some stuff and then do some stuff. We do a little bit here and then do it. But it wasn't a it's day-to-day. It's volunteers. It is. Yeah, and, it's really hard. And nobody 
nobody likes screwed anything up. It's just that it was not the culture of the foundation was when uh, we get a recipient, we'll do something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll have a fundraiser, raise enough money, do something for the recipient. But we were missing out because there were so many opportunities to build relationships with all 16 schools mm-hmm. uh, to do a little bit more outreach, leverage guys like Josh Jones, who people know, love, respect, tell his story, create some outreach material, uh, just do stuff on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, uh, the consultant that talked to us thought that I might be a good candidate to try that, so they asked me <laughs> if I'd do it. And, uh-huh. and I said, well, of course, I'd be happy to, and had great support from the board of directors. Uh, we've had a lot of good ones come and go. we got good ones now. Yeah. And they, they said, yeah, we think this has a chance to do something good. And so we've just tried to ramp everything up, but the biggest, most important thing is ensuring that all 16 schools that we serve mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. equally... Uh, a part of what we do because mm-hmm. it became a little bit difficult to tell people from Creighton that this isn't a Husker. I know, sure. yeah, because you know? yeah. I even remember the times when it was a Husker great. Yeah, it started out as a Husker great. And then they met me. That's right. And right. you actually got us to and change. And I changed it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, Because, yeah. you know, Mac came to us and, and Bruce Rasmussen, uh, who's a member of the board of directors, yes. as a matter of mm-hmm. fact, he, he said, hey, we got this guy, you know, this basketball player. He's, you know, the NC2A will cover some of this, but then there's some other costs associated with his heart incident and Mm -hmm. it was of course we're gonna do it you know and that's when we said well he's not a husker but well why don't we make this the nebraska grades foundation so that every josh jones after josh jones Mm -hmm. gets immediately served and we've served athletes from darn near every school yeah men and women from Mm -hmm. almost every school the 16 some more than others obviously you're gonna have more huskers because there are more guys coming we've we've got carney guys we've got wayne guys we've got peru guys we've got uh obviously creighton folks and bellevue and uh that's a a really rewarding part of what the nebraska Grades foundation does is it's not just for football players Mm -hmm. and it's not just for you know Guys that maybe you know, mm-hmm. it's for every Everybody. former athlete. If yeah. you lettered in a sport, yep. man or woman, and you have a medical need and you have a financial challenge, you qualify. Man, it, it, I mean, to me, like, it helped my life just because, like, I'm the patriarch of my family, you know? Yeah, yep. And, um, like, before the foundation was even, like, around in conversation with me, bro, I didn't know what I was going to do. Sure, I bet. Like, it was the first time in my life. Like, I mean, for people out there who don't understand, it costs, like, a quarter million to have open-heart surgery. Mm-hmm. I had it three times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I got a call and, and somebody literally, to dumb it down, they was like, so basically there's a foundation that loves you, and they say they're going to help you cover your bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like – to break it down to me like that, my mom cried, oh, I bet. you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it just alleviated everything. And that's why to this day, I tell you, you call me, man, I'm there. Yeah. Like, well, every time we ask Josh, he's there yeah. and he's huge. And, you know, one of the things about which I am most proud is what we've done with the Creighton University community. Creighton is a dramatically loyal, tight knit bunch. Yeah. It's not the biggest group of people in Nebraska, the biggest group of people in Omaha, though bigger than you might think. But they're not just going to mess around with anybody. You have to earn their trust. Mm-hmm. You have to earn their respect, and you have to earn their patronage. And it wasn't just Josh. It was I. You know, we. I personally spent a lot of time with Creighton folks because mm-hmm. number one, the university is a major part of Omaha. It's a major part of Nebraska. But sure. there are some wonderful people in that place. Mm-hmm. You know, Ed Service, mm-hmm. Kirsten Booth, mm-hmm. Coach McDermott. Uh, Bruce, his whole staff, all those people there are great people. And some of their uh, trustees are great people. 
So uh, for us, it was really important to demonstrate to the Creighton community and to UNO, and we've got a great experience. We've done a lot of UNO Mavericks too. Make sure they know that there is no line here. Everybody is on the same line. And it's not we're going to serve this guy first. It's whoever needs it gets it. Right. right? And we finally started to break through with the help of Coach Mack, mm-hmm. with Coach Altman, uh, with, Co- with Kyle Corver, who's been a supporter of ours. Doug McDermott has been a huge supporter yep. of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes me really proud because now I really believe that the, the brand of the foundation is the Nebraska Great Foundation. Yeah. So what happens is somebody has this health issue. Mm-hmm. They apply. Mm-hmm. You guys have, by the way, a lot of good athletes that have come out of the state of Nebraska. A lot of good physicians. Yeah. I was looking oh, at your yeah. physician yeah. Yeah. board. Yeah. For sure. There's a lot of guys yeah. that have played ball. They're pretty smart guys. It helps. Yeah. They, go in front of, they go in front of the board and uh-huh. tells you what you should do. Yeah, so it's real simple, actually, Michael. If you're a former athlete and you think you might have an issue, uh, either you've got a health issue and you don't have the insurance or you don't have the financial means to, to pay for it, all you got to do is just go online mm-hmm. to anygreats.org, anygreats.org. There's a very short form. You click it, mm-hmm. and that basically says, I'm Jim Rose. I ran track at Kearney and mm. X. It goes right to our administrator, Sandy mm. Zoroya. She then uh, gets right back to you, and we start the process of getting all of the information. And if you have all of the information that we need, which would be financial records, mm-hmm. uh, your, phys- your attending physician mm-hmm. ratifies and confirms your condition, uh, then we will gather all of that. And we will take it to the physician's board. Mm-hmm. One more layer of uh, you know, compliance for us. We'll have either Dr. Horgan or Dr. Zadiska mm-hmm. or Dr. Strasburger or any of the guys you talked about. Monte Cristo. Hey, Monte Cristo. <laughs> um, they'll say, yep, I know about this. Sometimes we tailor it to their specialty. Yeah, it's sure. an orthopedic issue. In many cases, it is. It mm-hmm. goes to Strauss. And he'll say, yep, this is this. Yep. And he'll send us a note saying, I uh, you know, affirm that this is a, nice. an actual medical condition. Mm-hmm. And then we take it to the board. And uh, if we're doing our job, as administrators, they have all of the information that they need. And so if it gets to the board, it's a 100% go. We nice. don't take yeah. a case to the board yeah. unless there is yeah. a genuine, uh, unless they qualify and there's a genuine need. Because I don't want to waste their time. Right. Uh, that's my job. That's our job to do that. If they don't qualify at our level, we go back and say, hey, you know, we can do this. We can't do that. In many cases, in almost every case, we can help in some way. Great. Yeah, okay, kind of talk to uh, about some of the instrumental teammates on the any greats uh, team that help you do the day to day things, help athletes like myself. Well, Sandy Zaroy is our administrator, and she's a classic. She's a little you know dishwater blonde tornado that goes around and, and makes sure that every little thing is handled. And Mike Dobbs is our chief development officer, guy that I worked with at the University of Nebraska, former Husker baseball player, mm-hmm. really good high school athlete at Lincoln East High School. He's one of three people from Lincoln East High School I can tolerate. I went to South <laughs> East High School. Uh, Kirsten Booth is one of the others. Yes. Um, so he's he's just a rock star. He knows a million and a half people all over the country. Uh, they connect him immediately with sports and mm-hmm. with athletes and with collegiate athletes. Uh, we have a really talented young gal from Nebraska who just graduated named Ashley Beckman, who is our outreach coordinator now. She will help us organize all of our events. Mm. She'll also work with our social media stuff. She's going to work with our uh, video production crew and our website people. Uh, she's just uh, she's a classic Gen Zer that is mm-hmm. is going to be big league, and we only hope to keep her for a couple years. Yeah, for sure. Pretty soon the NFL is coming after her, and she's just one of these really creative, bright people who has a command of the space. 
And putting on an event, as you guys know, is not easy. No. In fact, it's a form of uh, legal torture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and having really good people around you for big events, and Josh has been a part of a lot of our events, in mm-hmm. fact, almost all of them. All of them, probably uh, except for one. The ones in Omaha. He's, yeah. yeah. He's been associated with all of them. Uh, it's not easy, so if you have really good people like that, it makes a big difference. How can people help? The biggest thing that, that they can do is there are two main things. One, please refer an athlete. Get the word uh, out. If you know, if you played with somebody or you know of somebody, even if you're not sure, uh, mm-hmm. the biggest challenge we have is because athletes, and he knows this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, they, nah, bro. They, oh, yeah. I'm going to figure it out. And we have some Creighton people that yeah. need a kick in the rear end um, that are probably people we can help, but they don't want to ask for it because athletes have massive pride. Right. They mm-hmm. absolutely do not want to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially female athletes. They're worse than guys like wow. you. Yeah, wow. uh, I mean, they think, no, I've done it myself till now. I can do it myself you know, till whenever. Yep. So the main thing is if you know of anybody, if you've heard of anybody and you, you have any capacity to reach out and talk to them, just say, would you just go on the site and re- just, just, just see? Just, just yeah, see. Right. It may be that they can really super duper help you, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And it can stay very confidential. You don't have to worry about it. But right. most of them, in fact, 99% of them, after we help them, they want to become cheerleaders. They want to go yeah. out and they want to sing. The I was praise. the biggest fan, this is Michael. One of them. <laughs> I mean, we, they, they say, "Turn me loose," because yeah. uh, yeah. I want to tell. Because they say, you know, this for really sure. is a family. Mm-hmm. So that's one way. And of course, obviously, we're always looking for some resources. So sure. if you go on anygreats.org, there's a way to donate. Uh, Definitely, whatever. it's all tax deductible. So mm-hmm. it, it's great. Our relationship with the universities is fantastic. Um, they are uh, very supportive of what we do. They know we don't compete with them. We just want to help their former athletes. Right. And uh, so I'm really proud of that, too. It's, 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 it's just a perfect Nebraska experience. It is. It's like Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Nebraska. It really is. How's Jackson doing? Jackson Rose is doing fine. Yeah. So got married, he, so you see the fun. Jumbo Shrimp? Jumbo Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Shrimp yeah. Triple A for the Greatest Marlins. Name for Triple A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right up there with the, the flying squirrels and, and the yard goats. Yard goats, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah they're in there. Yeah. Um, and the trash pandas, you know. Oh, that's, that's solid. That's, that's, that's the best. Really good. It's a raccoon. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just listening. Yeah, well, the, my son's a, in the Marlins organization. Yeah, he yeah. Pitched to Westside and then University of Minnesota and got drafted, and he's doing well. He's you know, he's a grinder, uh, and you guys know this, that you know it's not easy to be a grinder and make it in professional sports right? because you don't have any of the political advantages that come nope. with being a really high draft choice. You turn into a journeyman. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you really have to say, all right, I'm willing to put in the time. I'm willing to be patient. I'm willing to wait my turn. I'm willing to prepare even though I may not get as much opportunity as the next guy. And, you know, he's got a degree uh, in applied economics, so he's nice. got something to do after sure. baseball. Yeah, but but he's going to ride as long as he yeah, can. Yeah, and I asked him, sure. I said, so what's plan B? He goes, there isn't a plan B. <laughs> I like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. There I like is no him. plan B. I, I like said, him. He goes, no. If I need a plan B, I'll yeah. get a plan B, but right. there's no plan I like right him. now. It's just focused on yeah. fastball, yeah. curveball, slider. <laughs> yeah, change yeah. it. Yeah, that's, but four-seamers doing better. But no, he's, uh, hopefully awesome. this is the year he it's feels really pitch. good. It is. Let up pitch from Adrian Fiala. Pi- that's right, let up pitch. <laughs> let up pitch. <laughs> I yeah. love that. But he's, uh, he's, he's doing, thanks for asking, Michael. I appreciate no, no that. And he's. I remember when he was like this big. Yeah, very, oh yeah. And he was church, over the Littlest guy, yeah. yeah. Littlest guy on the team now. He's one of the bigger I'm ones. I'm trying to get him acquainted, man. My son is four and he's Josh Jones 2.0. Oh my gosh. And he's sleeping on him. I'm not sleeping on anybody. <laughs> he's sleeping on him, right? <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I always tell people the same thing. He's sleeping. <laughs> nobody wants to hear about your fantasy football team and nobody wants to hear about your kid playing Little that's League. That's right. That's all. Eventually, when Unless he, he scores he, 40. When he's in high school, yeah. I'll be like, I yeah. do that kid yeah. win. Yeah. Talk, yeah. To me, talk to me when he's a freshman. Yeah. When he's and he lights up you 
know, Burke for 40 or yeah. something like that. I know that kid's dad. That yeah. guy, I can see that when he was five. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, we appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah, for everything. Sure. Always you guys, good, you guys man. are doing incredible work Thanks. over there at Nebraska Greats Foundation. It's negreats.org. Negreats.org. It's, yep. uh, it's awesome. And thanks for having me on. And, guys, no we'll see you at the ballpark. All right? Yes, sir. No Thanks, Tim. All right, welcome back to the Let It Fly show. We appreciate Jim Rose for coming on and the organization. Again, it's Let It Fly. Rosie Let it fly. is funny, man. Rose, Rosie is great, and <laughs> he is an absolute encyclopedia yeah. when it comes to Husker stuff. Right. Like, I remember my, like, I got here in 02, to now. I know a lot of that, especially when I was on the radio. Yeah. Jim goes all the way back to before he was born. Dang. With numbers. He, this incredible. That's why he's on the, um, he's on the board for the uh, Nebraska uh, awards. What's it called? The Omaha Sports Commission. Okay. And the Omaha Sports Commission every year puts in people to the Hall of Fame. Come on, Jim. Exactly. I even asked you why exactly. you were here. Come on, Jim. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next week on the show. Next week, I'll be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're not coming to Vegas. I can't, man. It was almost that time for that baby to drop, bro. Man, she not. She got like a month left. Nah, it's not. What I it, know the math. I not, remember it, it's a month left, right? It, it's not looking. Isn't like she it. doing like in January? Uh, it's supposed to be, but it ain't looking like. Okay, it. all right, yeah. baby, call her. That's fine. You know, yeah. not. <laughs> right. Hey, I need out of here. Um, so we're going to be at Vegas for the UNLV. I might Creighton come. game. You I might. might. Yeah. I mean, if I can come, do what we got to do. Yeah. See you guys and get back. Uh, I missed. You know. So we were going in 2005. Yeah. Nebraska went to the Alamo Bowl. That's the game against Michigan. Word. Great game. Um, and my wife was pregnant with our oldest, Miles. And she wasn't due until right at the beginning of January. Yeah. But as anybody knows... Who knows how taxes work? You want to have that baby <laughs> before, before the end of the year, for sure. and so she went to get induced. So, ah. so we actually the night of that game, Michigan Nebraska, we were going to go in at halftime, but the game was good. This is like advice. So right we now. didn't go in. We went after the game, yep. and Nebraska they won. The, very. I don't know if you've ever seen the game. It's before you were born, probably. Um, I'm talking yeah, okay. about. When, when you were talking born? about. When, when, when you were born? Oh three. Oh, oh, so he was two years old. I so was getting in. The way they, this, how they, this how the end of the game happens. <laughs> Um, Michigan's down, right? Chad Henney yep. and Hart and run, good team. Yep. And they're trying to do the pitchy pitchy woo woo at the end. You know, they're throwing a the ball around trying to get down the field. Yeah. And actually a guy gets loose and Titus Brothers runs him down and pushes him out of bounds. That's how the game ends. Right. People are on the field. I mean, it's just crazy. And so that game ends. We go to the hospital, my wife to get induced. Her doctor graduated from the University of Michigan. People had taken condoms because it's OBGYN and blown up red and white condoms and put them all over her office oh for gosh. Nebraska colors. Wow. It was crazy, dude. Yeah. She had on her Michigan scrubs and everything. Wow. My wife got this. She's like, you're not going to give me a epidural, are you? Because I'm a Nebraska fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, no, we'll do that. Uh, but we'll be, we'll be in Vegas uh, covering the game. Yeah. And uh, so we'll, probably what happens, we'll do Tuesday night preview. Okay. And then Wednesday, I think we'll end up doing is a post-game show, Wednesday yeah. night, and then come back Thursday um, after hanging out there. They, I know they're, they're talking about staying another night. I know. Trying to go to the football game. We street, yeah, oh, that'd be tight. Yeah, it would be. I mean, that play, it's a big rumba. Dang. You know the rumba? That, yeah. You know what a rumba is? No, no. A rumba is that, that, vi- that vacuum cleaner. Right. Oh. It looks like that. Yeah. It looks like a big giant rump Roomba. Yeah. yeah so Man, that's, that'd be tight. It is nice. I would like to go yeah, as well. I focus but on my daughter. I, gotta, I know I got to come back. Yeah. I know me too. I got work to do and stuff yeah. like that and all that. But it'd be uh-huh. nice if, to do if, <laughs> to go there for sure. It would be. It's, it's a great city to hang out. It's a great yeah. city to go have fun in. It is. Um, one time, we got to go and bring like, well, you know, once 
we got the second paper. Go bring our wives. You know, right, and you do it like no I'll doubt. do it up. We will have a we blast. Will. We have For a blast sure. doing that. We want to thank our executive producer Phil McLean, who is nowhere to be seen and did not have the food for us today, as that's the way he rolls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Val Elvis. Who is on the wheels of steel Run this whole thing I don't know where Matt Pittman is I don't know where Meg is Where's all the it's other people It's cold outside When it's cold man it's People cold. be acting funny it's not that cold It's like warm today like, <laughs> I'm, uh, What's it High was like 50 today right Yeah you know I'm on blood, Yeah I heard it was like 50 today Blood thinners man Oh I know I'm just saying yeah. it's, it's, it's gonna get worse Man I'm just gonna tell you right now I'm it's going to get worse. I'm going to be on this podcast with a coat. <laughs> you could be on a coat. I want to remind you, it's never a bad time to get or give. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. You see, you always got to remind me of the, uh, the give part. Yeah, I know, I know. You want to get. Yeah. Here it is. Listen to this. This, this, is, this is the way it goes. The holiday season, skip the guesswork and send them a sure thing. Treat your loved ones to a mouthwatering holiday feast with Omaha Steaks. Shop Christmas gifts they'll love. Like that. That's I like a, that. That's the read right there. Um, I like that. Go to the website, check it out. They've got all kinds of specials uh, during the Christmas time, Christmas gifts. You can earn reward gift cards where you can give those off as well. All this stuff you can get. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it makes it easy. You know what they never have to worry about? What's if it that? fits. Yeah. Because it always fits. Man. It always fits. So you want to do that as well. So again, we appreciate Jim for coming on with us and everybody who helps make the show possible. Josh, take us away. Hey. Josh Jones here with my guy, Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's the Let It Fly Show.